very dark. Ooh. Oh my God. Oh, how spooky. <laughs> oh. Thank you. Coach Yay! <laughs> Hello. And welcome to a live episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. Give it up. Yay. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. Yay. Yeah. Here we are, Sunday morning, new metal brunching it up. Oh, yeah. As promised, chocolate milk. I'm That's drinking coffee. All right, Matt. In my, my mind is always a mimosa. All right, good deal. Also, my dad gave me a box of chocolate dunkers as I walked out the door because I ate two, and he's like, he must want a whole box. So here we are. That is the ultimate dad gift. Like I saw, uh, saw you loving those dunkers. Yeah. So, uh, so. Watch the whole thing. They apparently were on their way home from dinner, and they, they my dad was like, stop the car. We got to get them some dunkers. <laughs> The so, dunkers are good. I'm not mad at your dad. I'm not mad either. Uh, so today we are going to be talking about Taproot, their album Welcome. We're going to dive all into that. But before we get to that, we got to talk about one thing. <gasps> we were personally attacked on network TV this Thursday. Yes, we were. know about this? The shot heard around the world. Around the world on the television show The Good Place. No spoilers. Don't worry if you're not caught up. But a character played by Michigan native Mark Evan Jackson, who is my Facebook friend. He friended me out of nowhere. I don't know why. Same. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> seriously? It's because he wants people to support the stuff he does. Oh, okay. He's like, they're improvisers. They'll do whatever I say. I'm famous. Yeah, I'm well, like, hey. Yeah, pretty much. Might have just crossed Shots up. fired at Mark Evan Jackson. <laughs> might have just It's not a mean thing. It's <laughs> He's smart. He's a super nice guy. He is. I'm, he not, is. I'm not like this dickhead. <laughs> Mark Evan Jackson. He also was a transplant. He, I think he's from Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Then never right. mind. This is a mess already. Either way, <laughs> on the episode, character said, is there anything good about humanity? And he said, no, nothing good about humanity. You know what they gave us? Slavery and Limp Biscuit. Wow. I, the air left my lungs. Well. And we had just posted our Chocolate Starfish episode, so it couldn't have been more personal. It was a personal attack. It was. I couldn't believe it. Still yeah. funny episode, but. Jesus Christ. Well, uh, I guess I disagree with that sentiment. Yeah. I mean, the first part, terrible. Terrible, absolutely. But Limp putting them in the same sentence, really? Whew. Well, Goddamn. see, I rewatched it last night, uh -huh. and it felt like slavery, period, Limp Biscuit, period. Just giving them the full range. <laughs> right. uh, From slavery, the worst crime in humanity, uh -huh. to Limp Bizkit, one of the best bands that's ever been. That's right, Matt Nas. <laughs> that's, how, uh, that's how much I've changed on this show. All right. Well, wow. anyway, just wanted to bear my wounds for everybody. Let's talk about the album of the week. Let's. It's Taproot. Their album, Welcome. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on October 15th, 2002. Man, that's, that's the come down. That is the come down. That's right. If you're familiar with the new metal timeline, this is the part where new metal's a bit on the decline. We <laughs> thought it would star would burn forever, but it's it started to burn out by 2002. That's right. And head down. That's Mainly right. because of the biggest national catastrophe we've ever had. That's true. How many really depressing, terrible things do you think we could bring up in this live oh, episode? Hey, it's Sunday. It's a little <laughs> afternoon on a Sunday. There are about seven people in this room yep. with us. Let's see. Hey, let's talk about slavery in 9-11. Right out the gate. Right out the gate. Anybody have a personal tragedy they'd like to share? Okay. Um, Jenny, any history with uh, Taproot and this album, Welcome? Uh, no, none at all. 
In fact, I saw that this is where their like breakout hit came from, and I was like, oh, I'll probably know that. Never heard the song <laughs> in my life. I did not. Now I'm not. I, this album sold pretty well, so like I'm not. I'm not shit talking it yet. But uh, I no no I have no I have no history with this. How about you, Lauren? As uh, people may know from our previous Taproot episode, uh, when I was in college, Taproot apparently came through town and stopped by a frat party, and it was the talk of the town. Taproot was here. Did you hear? Taproot was here. I mean, of the hit song poem. They were here. <laughs> That's cooler than like me going to a party. <laughs> so Jenny Bloomer was here. Yeah. Of the Roach Coach podcast with Taproot. Yeah. So Call that, that uh, and uh, at this point, uh, though, I had heard poem and uh, I was like, well, I'm not a huge fan of that. So I, I was, you know, good for them. Glad they came through town. But uh, yeah, that was basically my history with them. Matt Nas. It will come as no surprise. You have a full body tattoo of this. That I have a full body. I have the gear. Oh, wow. The explosion on my back. No, um, Taproot is one of those bands that was always at the record store because they were local boys done good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They're local Ann Arbor natives. Mm -hmm. So they were were always like, get the local indie record store support, Mm -hmm. working the album, doing the album. But it was never my thing. Longtime listeners who listened to the first episode that we did with Taproot will know that uh, my classic wine, What Do They Want the Pit to Do, came from this band. That's right. Matt Nas, you were so upset about their lack of pit stability. (laughs) Right. That you, yeah. They would get the pit activated and then pull the rug out from under me. They don't know what they want. But you know what I did do? What What did you do? Because of the local record store support, I went out to my good friend Bill O'Keefe's house, who was the owner-operator of Shelby Township's own Rockabilly's. And I was like, hey, do you have anything signed from the new metal era? He's like, do I? I have this Taproot Welcome album flat that's dusty AF. And I'm like, I'm we're glad giving you- it away today. That's right. We have given that away today. Don't know how yet. We haven't. We didn't talk about it. We forgot to talk about that. We forgot that. to talk about probably, it. Probably, probably so should have given away. We had a lot away. to think about. <laughs> probably should have given away some of those raffle tickets when you walked in. Oh, well. Uh-huh. Screw it, the pooch. That's okay. It'll be a Rochambeau event. That's right. Look at these guys. Look at these guys. Who's in Taproot? Jenny, oh, who's in Taproot? We'll try you to know. guess. This is Mike DeWolf on guitar. I'm going to guess. Who are you going to guess? Um, you know what? They look like such nice guys. Their music makes more sense to me now seeing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy in the hoodie, I'm going to say guitar. Hoodie, okay. Phil Lipscomb on bass, who, mm. Sweet Mitchell's high school math teacher, graduated with Phil and would brag about it all the time. Whoa. Learned that hot info when I told Mitch we were going to have to listen to Taproot, and he said no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, but my high school math teacher knew a guy. We've got Jared Montag on drums. I think it's him. Okay. Yeah. And then we've got Steven Richards on guitar and vocals, and I'm guessing he's the one brooding at us most aggressively. That's got to be him. Um, yeah. I, You know, as far as album uh, or band pictures go, this one is very normal and nice. Not a brick wall to be found. No, not a brick. They're just like, we're in our house. Mm-hmm. We've got a, they have a bed frame, so that means no mattress on the floor. Good for them. They got a nice rug down here. I don't even have a rug. Mm-hmm. Also, look at these are these are fancy. Oh, those fancy are nice shoes. Can you shoes. cheat that out a little bit? I'll cheat this out. These fancy shoes. I mean, we're so used to seeing you know Vans, yeah, or shell toe Adidas, shell toe Adidas, right. or heaven forbid a pair of Skechers. Um, <laughs> and uh, these guys just look like they work with me. 
Yeah. They look like they work in tech at like a mid-sized company that was well, once a startup. The guy on the end is holding on by wearing his hoodie. This I is over his button up. People, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. This is the night crew of a Mongolian barbecue. No. <laughs> no. These guys are They're all proficient up. Java developers. They're going <laughs> to retire. They're fine. <laughs> They're totally fine. Um, I have the album here. This was a big thrift. I got it for from Eastocks underscore USA, aka the Declutter Store, mm -hmm. which now more than ever, what a name, you know. And uh, oh, because of the Konmari method. Yeah, you know, clearly they were ahead of the curve on that one. Uh, for a sweet three dollars and eighty-one cents, it was not covered in water. It was basically in pristine condition. That's great. Um, and uh, liner notes here. This album cover, we've got a what was uh, well, you can kind of see it here. It's sort of a a damaged uh, mm. door frame. Um, and then all the pictures inside the liner notes are basically of a uh, sort of empty-ish house and every, all the band is sort of like in blurs. I see. All the lyrics, I'll just hand it over to you, Jenny. All the lyrics are incredibly uh, hard to make out. Okay, um, that's I don't all know right. why they did that. Why would you put your well, lyrics in the Well, if you listen notes? to the songs, you can understand what oh, they're okay, saying. Oh, okay, fair enough. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, and... Uh, yeah, uh, who, oh, producer on this record, Jenny. Oh, Toby Wright. Toby, Toby Wright. Wright. Yeah. We met him. He was nice. He was so nice to us. Didn't he have a story about Taproot's drummer? He did. We didn't ask it because we didn't care. <laughs> Look. Luckily, our good friends at Discography Discussion did. If you listen to their interview with him, <laughs> you can find out about it. Anecdote but over. We what? did not ask about it. What? Yeah. I don't even know what you guys are talking about right now, if I'm being honest. But look, if you're the drummer from Taproot and you have a great story, I'm really sorry. <laughs> For all I know, Taproot is here right now, okay? Is, is Taproot here tonight? Anybody in Taproot here? Anybody in Taproot That would be mm -hmm. so weird if it was like, yeah. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. We saw the tweet. <laughs> we came out. So Toby Wright produced this. Genre tags, alternative metal, new metal, and alternative rock. And which makes sense. It's a come down record. I think we basically covered everything. I think we're ready to dive into these tracks. I think I these people are ready. Woo! Woo! Yeah! Yes, everybody's ready. All right. Up first, we've got a track called And Track. We have And Track called. And Track I'm called. Doing, I'm doing great. Um, it's it's noon. We don't know how... Words work. Nope. Reboot, uh, reboot Jenny. Okay. The song is called Mine. Here we go. When I look into your eyes, you help me to I can bring you to my side 
back at it again, Taproot. <laughs> Matt, you, uh, of course, made a million facial expressions. Walk us through them. Oh, I was very emotional during that, because at first it starts, and I'm like, oh, okay, they went a real solid Deftones route on this song. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what they're going to do with this album. And then uh, they do the chorus, and I was like, whoa, that's, that's kind of a layered out of the more of the Creed arms wide opening feeling kind of doubled okay. up okay. synced harmonious there's chord. a lot of layers there's a lot of layers a lot of layering lot of but layers. then I get wow <laughs> I was yes. like all right now I'm in and then they tap rooted me and they pulled me back into <laughs> and they pulled me back oh, is, is that is that what we're calling it now tap oh, yeah. being tap rooted <laughs> if I get tap rooted I get pulled back into a very interesting uh harmonious chorus but I uh, I didn't I didn't not like it. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I am interested. Okay. Oh, he huh? checked interested. Yeah, all right. He checked interested. <laughs> okay. I'm going to get email for the rest of my life from this mailing list. <laughs> uh, Jenny, what did you think of that? Uh, I did something that's very uncommon for me. I took notes. Whoa. Whoa. I know. I know. Everybody calm down. Uh, I'll just read you my notes. Okay. Incubus vibes, decent drop. The song almost has teeth. A teething child of a song? Well produced <laughs> if the vocals aren't a little too much for me. Is this a solid chorus? So my notes are questions that I have to myself that I haven't <laughs> answered. I'm curious. Lauren, is this a teething child of a song? Is uh, this a solid chorus? Uh, I wrote uh, that it has an aggressive start that immediately goes tender right away. But it has an anthemic chorus. And then I wrote the lyrics, you make me realize just how and where I want to be years from now. And I wrote, Maturity. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote, Planning for Your Future, a new metal song about settling down. I like how I was like, this seems like a good thing. And you're like, no, get out of here. It's no secret. Mm -hmm. I'm not coming. If I want to think about like something heavy, I'll go listen to like Leonard Cohen. Mm -hmm. Like I have something for that. Right. I want you to be immature and childlike. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, despite the aggression in these vocals, though, uh, in the screams anyway, it seems 100% sincere. I liked it. It's a nice start to the album. The screams are appropriately placed, and it's clear that Steven has figured out the vocal style that he's largely going to stick with. So, not bad. Well, that's not a, a bad gutsy start. column for a song. Thank you. Um, songmeanings.com. Oh. A- anybody here a commenter in songmeanings.com? Hmm. You will be by the end of this episode. Because they'll take anybody. Uh, Jenny, this is your website. You created it, correct? Yep, that's right. All right. And um, basically, it is a website where... Jenny, what, what can you do on songmeanings.com? Anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> you can comment on the meaning of a song or just write about your personal life or just shit posts all over the place if you want. Uh, yeah, you know, whatever you want. Uh, so there was uh, a couple good comments, but my favorite was from commenter Screaming Riot Girl. Um, who said, me and this guy were best friends for like a year. See, right away, what are we talking about? Um, He helped me out of some of my hardest shit. Mm. He had tried to get with me once, but I didn't want to put our friendship on the line. We ended up getting together and were known as the perfect couple. When we were together, nothing could go wrong. Complete bliss. He definitely is my blessing in disguise for getting me this far. Unfortunately, I was torn between the choice of never seeing him again or his death. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to songmeanings.com. Yeah. Being unselfish and truly caring for him, I was forced to break us up 
tear, tear. I do have mine burned on a CD he made for me, and I've been listening to it religiously to get me by. The lyrics are blunt yet so deep. It's great. <laughs> so, what is happening to this so girl? This girl was dating a guy, and she didn't want to ruin the friendship, but then she's like, he's too good. And they were the perfect couple, right. but then they had to break up because he would die. What? Mm. Jenny? Mm, I don't know. Isn't there I mean, I've been in this situation a lot of times. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard when you know someone's going to die from dating you. <laughs> Is, isn't this the plot of Fault of My Stars? <laughs> Wait, he, they could Fault of My Stars, Fault not in My Stars. I, I mean, either, the, the stars are at fault. Um, Wait, so that's movies about like they couldn't be together because what like one of them was making the other one sick? Well, one of them's gonna die, right? Sunday morning again, guys. <laughs> Welcome to the greatest conversations <laughs> you can have. Um, either way, songmeanings.com delivers. What a knockout punch of a comment. Yeah, I All hope right. everybody involved in that comment is okay. <laughs> All right, what we got right. next, Jenny? Oh, uh, well, up next we've got the the big hit. Here it comes. Poem. I was uh, not on board in 2002. I'm barely on board in 2019. I, I don't know. It's, Jenny, what did you think? I mean, not for me. More for you, if you like it. You can have all of them. It's just not... I. So I think I was trying really hard to understand why people like this. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. And then I was listening to this song and I wrote, doesn't sound like a hit to me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, me sitting in my fucking room. You're like, like be uh, nice, be nice, be nice. Pure venom. <laughs> it all came out through the pen. Uh, no, nah, the vocals, they're not for me, but they sound good. I think they're doing what they want to be doing. It's not like He's a bad vocalist, and these vocals are bad. It's just like, I don't... It's just literally a taste issue of just not for you. This sounds like 2002 rock. Mm -hmm. Like, this sounds like 2002 modern rock radio. It is... It doesn't go far enough. I mean, in the time period that it's in, nobody wanted pure aggression, but in 2019, I want these guys to be more aggressive because when I hear the them go that way, I'm like, I'm in. I'm a lot more in when, right. he, when he's screaming than when he's doing the, the Brandon Boyd kind of like snake army, like, I'm gonna get you in a room and see what you look like without your clothes on. 
Wow. Yeah. That that's, is... a, that's a lyric from this song. <laughs> <laughs> I got my arms like a snake and I'm going to put my python in your pussy. Whoa. Whoa. Hello. Sunday morning. Sunday, Sunday morning. morning. Well, there's I, uh, a parental advisory on this album. Well, <laughs> there is a parental <laughs> advisory. <laughs> you know, Bob said, hey, do you got to do a live show? And I was like, yeah. He's like, we're going to put you after the family-friendly block. And I said, thank you. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Come in here, kids. Learn yeah. about something. Hey, kids, want to learn about a python? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh no! Uh, Did somebody order something from? No, there? too oh, early no. for that. No, oh, oh no, somebody no, just no. screamed with excitement because yeah. Funky Ken showed Somebody up. wants to renegotiate their mobile plan. That's true. That's uh, true. I wrote in my notes that these vocals seem to be working also in a early emo pop punk mewling sound, like mm. very early. I don't know. Am I the only one who heard that? I wrote. This sounds like, oh, what did I say? It sounds like if Incubus boned Alice in Chains. And that, that, <laughs> I, I also wrote, with a bit of debt to Alice in Chains, but yeah, boning <laughs> them too. That's what I call boning. Uh, Would debt? you like to go into a bit of debt? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Welcome to my boning debt. Oh, wow. Very slick. Um, um, Is it, this conference room appropriate <laughs> for our boning? <laughs> It's just a business transaction. Yes. Um, what this song seems to be about is uh, literally about a guy. Uh, I wrote say, uh, saying a poem or mantra to yourself while in the midst of a panic attack, um, which is an interesting premise once again. I went to songmeanings.com to see if anyone else had similar thoughts. And all I found was commenter Buzz Poets and commenter Dredger exchanging bootleg taproot in broad fucking daylight. That's right. Criminal enterprise going on. Well, this album was begging for it because uh, they, apparently when they came into the studio, they'd been touring a lot on mm -hmm. Gift, uh, and they had 40 songs written when they went. 40 They songs. had 40 songs that they took to our boy, and he was like, no, I want you to write all new songs. Wow. These aren't mature enough, and they were pissed. But then Whoa, they Toby Wright literally was like, hey, I'm sure he was nice about it based on our conversation Toby with him. Toby Wright was so nice. I'm sure he was like, he listen, was so nice. these 40 songs are not good. You're good people, <laughs> but these 40 songs that you've given me, these 40... You know, these, this massive amount of work that you've done. You, you've given me like a triple album of music. None of it. We're just going to throw it yeah. into the we're garbage can. We're going to put it over here where I never want to see it again. And save it for your 10th album, B-Sides and Rarities. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so this was, uh, poem was one of the songs that they had written and brought in. It was called like a poem for myself or something like that. Um, but then they, they wrote it again and changed it up a bit. Um, and I think maybe this was like a little bit smoother than that, if Wikipedia is to be believed. Did I look up the bootlegs? No. I absolutely did not. I listened to what I had to. <laughs> I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing more with this. I'm not. I'm sorry. It's nothing personal to you. Thank you for being here, the 10 of you, on a Sunday afternoon. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, Toby was like, you can do better than this. Yeah. I, I think he was pushing him. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Pushing the boys. Uh, all right. Next up is the track, Everything. Don't Alice in Chains me, bro. I'm sorry for Alice in Chains no. and you in public. I apologize. It's going to get worse than this, man. 
You've been Alice and Chainsed in public. Uh, we're now in our sub podcast, Very Cantrell. <laughs> no, I have to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Up next, more talk about Buggy Depot. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, you're going to love what I wrote in my notes okay. Steal from the best. <laughs> I understand why people like Alice and Chains, and I will never recover from the scar of Lauren. Ratting me out to Toby, right? Jenny doesn't like Allison Chains. I was like, thanks, Lauren. He He's was just sitting, sitting right, right in front of me. I felt like I could tell him anything. Yeah. Oh, you know, I didn't even put that together how many how much Toby Wright worked with Allison Chains. I mean until this yeah. very moment. Think about that. One of the nicest person nicest persons. One of the nicest people you've ever met. Responsible for a classic Allison Chains sound. Well. You know, you can't love everything about everyone. That's That's true. (laughs) I asked the question in my notes, is this music for sensitive jocks? Ooh. Is it? I think it (laughs) might be. I think it might be. I just, like, saw my, my, my youngest brother is very nice guy. Total, very jockey dude. He's always, every time I see him, he's a little bigger. He's uh-huh. going to look like Mr. Loud Rock soon. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He keeps getting bigger. I don't know. Uh, but I could just imagine him listening to this and being like, my feelings are hurt. Like, not that he doesn't have real feelings, because he absolutely does. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I could just see it. Absolutely. Is this a sad jock song? Um, I mean, it's about, uh, he wrote it for his mother. And, okay. Um, and uh, on songmeanings.com, uh, we had a really good comment from commenter. I want to make sure I get this name right. Meat. Yep, I got it. Good. Um, <laughs> thank you, Meat. Thank you, Meat. He wrote, I remember reading in an interview that Stephen said it was a song written for his mother. He either said they don't talk much or he just can't say what he wants to her, to her thanking her. But I can't remember because it was so long ago. Beautiful, beautiful song, though. Thank you, Meat. Wow. A very thoughtful comment from Meat. Much appreciated. Yeah. All right. But yeah, I, I love this one. I thought you, it was great. Oh, you did love it? I love this song. Why? What it was it I about might be it? a sensitive jock or just Oh, sensitive. is anybody here a jock? Any jocks? Any jocks? No jocks. <laughs> anybody sensitive? Me. I'm pretty I'll sensitive. Raise my hand. Right. I'm okay. Uh-huh. All right. Well, you know, what are you going to do? We'll have to go find somebody athletic and ask them about this. Uh, all right. Up next, we have a song simply called Art. Yeah, baby. Oh, Prowlar. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I just decided to pop up for a little bit. Yeah, uh, thank it's you. It's a long walk from your place to this place. It sure is, and it's cold as hell outside. Yeah, Prowlar does not like this. Yeah, well, I use my coming. suit of squirrels. I, you look kind of horrifying, but thank you. Good. Oh, this is a mellow vibe. <laughs> Mind if I rub one out in the back? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> All right, you you want to be the first. Yeah. 
We are full Alice in Chains now. It, you couldn't get more Cantrell unless you listen to Boggy Depot. And if you love that sound, you love this. Yeah, I was in the zone. Hey. If you're Jenny or I, yeah. Oh. you're hoping that this changes it. Okay, I must eliminate and change. When I first heard it, I thought he said, I must lemonade. Lemonade and change. Lemonade and change, a classic yes. saying uh. everyone knows. Have a glass of lemonade and change your life. That's right. Uh, Matt, can you go to 234 for me, please? I, of course, can. Oh, wow. I didn't write down why I wanted you to do it, so this is going to be a surprise for all of us. Can I make it? Oh, there we go. I like any time I can do that. I almost liked that part. It's got a nice crunch. It's got the strings, which I believe is what makes it, quote unquote, art. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Usually, if you see a lot of strings anywhere, you know you're getting close to art. Getting That's close the to some tell. Art. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe you're, you're going to turn around and see somebody in a bow tie, like, oh, this is fancy. Yeah, it's fucked up. You see a cello, you better run. <laughs> you better get the fuck That's out of there. Yo, yo, Ma, what are you doing here? <laughs> art. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, That's about right. That makes sense. This is what I wrote in my notes. Initially, eyebrows up, eyes wide. No thanks. <laughs> and then I wrote, if I had a list of things I needed from Taproot, strings wouldn't be on it. But I think I like the heavy parts. And then I said, I don't want a mature album. <laughs> it's very mature. This is about like, I need to change. You know, like I just need to get myself together and change. Things aren't working for me. I need to make some changes. Like, yeah, I live that. I want to hear you talk about like punching somebody in the head because I don't get to live that. I'd like to live like a bro-y fantasy through this music. And instead it's like, I think it's time that I look at myself. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, not right now. I know. Where's my get the fuck back song? I need, I know. I'm already like trying to like be my best self. I don't want Taproot to go on that ride. <laughs> talk about kicking someone's head off. <laughs> Even though that's not them and it's okay. Yeah. Lauren. Uh, I wrote. Do you like art? Uh, I wrote that it's more Alice in Chains vibe. It's a sensitive boy. I love the crunch on the chorus. There's this creepy, crunchy, grinding noise that's very Tool, or also a sound that I might associate with like an alien from the movie Aliens coming out of water and about to kill somebody. Hmm. It's like it's very brief. It's like right, and it, and it's buried in the mix a little bit. But I I caught it, and uh, I enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I wrote another song about self-improvement. Um, and I wrote a change of pace from the get the fuck back vibe of new, most new metal. <laughs> I so, mean, we so agree. We agree just, and also disagree while agreeing. What a, what a conundrum. Whoa, Whoa, Sunday afternoon. How dare you? All right, up next, we have a song called Myself. Jug. All right. <laughs> I mean, it's tap You just got taprooted, Matt. You just got taprooted real hard. Why do I keep walking right into that? I'm like, I knew. I was like, I can fuck with the first 10 seconds of this song, but I know what you're going to do. You can't trick me. 
Stephen. It's questions and answers can help me redefine myself. And I thank your open ears for all the Have you ever watched musical theater? Sadly, yeah. You know, there's a moment in musical theater where they want to do a rock song, even though it's like a real, like, heartfelt emotional piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the, that song in musical theater. <laughs> yeah. Where it's Aww. like, oh, wow. Somebody who can scream, but then it's just like, but we're still musical theater. So this is so you would say this is the metal track on the uh, Greatest Showman soundtrack. Exactly, <laughs> like oh elephants. Yeah. Is that a thing? Is there a metal track on the Greatest? I Showman don't know. Soundtrack? I know. I I heard the whole soundtrack sounds like Imagine Dragons, so I've never listened to it. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So yeah, I wrote in my notes all capital letters chug. Mm -hmm. As much as you did, and I kind of got yeah, I got tap rooted because then I was like, I knew this chug wasn't gonna last. I know. Yeah, I have a footnote that says chug. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk uh, chug. It has one of my favorite lyrics in this whole album. Please. Though, by the way, I do want to say this could read as like some like revelation I had in therapy. This isn't my favorite lyric. I'll get to that in a second. But I want to read the chorus lyrics to you. No more shame is what I see for myself. I need to change for my health. I need a better way of life for myself. That could have been like ripped from my therapy yeah. sessions. Mm -hmm. and that's why I don't want to listen to this shit. <laughs> uh, but what he says that I've never said in my life until just now, caressing the gateways of the mind. <laughs> it's a lyric from the song. That's a very Brandon Boyd. And I wrote, lyric. okay, Brandon Boyd. <laughs> Open the bead curtains. Oh, yes. Caressing right the gateways of the mind. I was like, ah, get your hands on. Get, I figured, I imagine like fingers in a brain. No, it's just gross to There's me. There's a comfy love sack over there for you to... <laughs> a love sack? A love Jesus. sack. To finger the gateway of your mind. mind. Finger the gateways of your mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Joe Rogan bad. walks in. He's like, do some DMG. <laughs> <laughs> and then he disappears. Um, yeah. I uh, yeah, I wrote in my notes. I just wrote that my favorite was that he yelled, no more shame in like a really aggressive staccato scream. Yeah. Very, mu very much on board for that. Uh, this song actually led me to the Rolling Stone review. So this album was mixed reviews. Not great, not terrible. Uh, Rolling Stone gave it three stars out of five. And they said, uh, it was a very short review, Robert Cherry wrote it. And he said, on their second album, Taproot Battle New Metal's Scheduled Obsolescence. Welcome exhibits many of that genre's traits. Gunk gunking guitars, self-flagellating lyrics, you act like me because you're embarrassing. Punctuated by vomited monosyllables. This guy's got away with words. He's giving you all of his $3 words. Uh, but those touches seem like vestigial traces in Taproot's Vestigial? Otherwise vestigial? Vestigial. We're all learning together. We are. Uh, traces in Taproot's otherwise evolving body of work. The Michigan Quartet have developed a catchier melodic sense and learned the power of economy since 2000's murky gift. Churning riffs give way to spacious verses showcasing odd time signatures, stacked harmonies, atmospheric pet sounds, and occasionally even strings. The art. You're right. Uh, Stephen Richards' me, me, me lyrics suggest the band still has some maturing to do, but welcome marks a self-preserving transition from new metal to art metal. 
Oh, no. <laughs> We've stumbled upon art metal. What a journey. Shit, shit, art shit, metal. shit, shit. I have to go. <laughs> no, stick. We've got more songs. Oh, no, more strings. Okay, okay, I can do this. All right, up next is a song called When. Yeah, baby. Hey, Prowler, are you done rubbing one out? <laughs> that was an appropriate amount of time. Welcome back. Yeah, uh, just uh, I heard this song and it felt like a warm blanket. A cold winter's night. That's one way to look at this song. You ever, uh, you ever skin a squirrel and just put it on your face for warmth? No. Not so far. <laughs> Not yet, but it is pretty cold out. So That's what this change. song is like. Oh, wow. Well, gotta go. See you later. That's more art, I think. <laughs> that was a little sprinkle of art. That was a little sprinkle of art. There you go. A little weird. Um, so this felt very stained to me. Yeah, I could see that for sure. I got a very stained into a, once again, Alice in Chains chorus um, with a little bit of chug, just a touch of chug, which was then counteracted by art. So, Jenny? Mm-hmm. Thoughts on this one? Uh, yeah. So I, the first time I listened to the song, I actually forgot I was listening to it until he started screaming. I don't know how to describe listening to something and forgetting what you're doing, but that was what happened to me. Oh, I was like, wow. oh, fuck, I'm listening to this album. I think you me. may have been passing away and then your spirit <laughs> yeah. returned to your body. Yes, I almost died. Thank God I, my life was saved. You were rubbing the gateway of your mind. <laughs> yeah, I was rubbing the gateway of my mind and I forgot. That's disgusting. Um, so, yeah, I like the loud, quiet, loud of this, but this song, uh, somewhat, this is something that we talked about, I think, a lot with, like, Otep, but this is the someone who's interesting on paper but is ultimately boring in real life situation. Ooh. Like, if you were to describe this song to me, I would be like, that sounds like a pretty good song. And then listening to it, I'm like, okay. <laughs> oh, geez, look at the time. <laughs> oh, I have to go. So if this song was a person, you would try to really get out of that I would try to get out of it. Like, oh, no, I just got an emergency text <laughs> from someone who needs my help. Oh, that's okay. You need support while you're having this moment? Please stop being a good person and <laughs> let me go. Uh, well, hey, I just want you to know that uh, the universe brought us together in this moment, and... Uh, Whatever happens after this time, I'm glad we shared that. Okay, I'm gonna give connection. you my I'm gonna give you my friend's phone number. Oh, awesome. I think you two would really hit it off. Thanks. And I'd go home and feel bad. And then you'd wake up and he's next to you for no reason. Just wanted to make sure you had all the support I you needed. I just wanted to make sure that you're okay. You all right? Yeah. Seemed a little fragile. <laughs> Brought you kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> I did want one. I guess you can stay. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, gotta go. There's a seal crying in the uh, Arctic. Yeah, you're an emotional support person for seals. That's so nice. Matt, what'd you think of the song? You know, <laughs> you know, while it was happening, something in my brain went, I'm I'm gaining more and more respect 
for the, for the boys in Lincoln Park uh, as, as time goes by. And the reason is when one of them's singing, the other one doesn't. Uh-huh. And when one of them's rapping, the other one ain't singing. <laughs> yeah. Like they let each one do their thing. Mm-hmm. When he is guttural, I'm like very excited. But then they want to layer like the uh, like the musical theater side. Uh-huh. They want to layer that double, tripled vocal Alison tra- Chains track on top of it. And I, I don't want it. I just want the heavy part to be heavy. And then, sure, if you want to soften it after that, I'm okay. But like they give me both, and I don't want both. You've been taprooted. I'm you continually taprooted. You wish they would take turns is what I'm hearing. Please take turns. Learn how to <laughs> share the microphone. I mean, it's just... It's just one guy, but yeah. I know, but like, why is he like, I need to sing over myself. I like my voice this much. Some people are really feeling themselves sometimes. (laughs) Um, All right, what do we got next? Oh, up next we have Fault. I'm not biting. You're not biting. I'm not biting. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Oh. Why did I let you inside my life? There it is. See, you just have to learn yeah. to exist within a taproot universe. And you don't feel disappointed. Can you take me to two minutes, Matt? Of course I can. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to drop your dance. No, I was in the middle of a musical theater breakdown. Here we go. Oh, I got to point at my head with a gun. Yeah, gun. man. It, well, if it's your fault, sometimes you feel It's like my fault. So when I was reading about this album, uh, there was so much like, this is like if Corn met Alice in Chains. And I was like, okay. Like, I'm going to live. <laughs> Where's Corn in this? So this was the closest thing to Corn I've heard yeah. so far. So fart. So far. So far. So far. So, fart, so cool. good. Really good. So far. So good. Listen, that's fart, great. Fart accent. is is so is far plus art, and we're talking about art tonight. <laughs> that's true. Oh my brain, what's going on? Okay, so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is really really good, guys. Okay, so uh, when we had like the little like whispering and screaming, I was like, okay, but that's the first time I've heard anything reminiscent of corn. Mm-hmm. And then I asked. Uh, I had a couple questions the song brought up. One, do people like do sexy dances when Taproot plays live? Like, is it like a lot of like, is it like when we saw Incubus? I, I don't think it would like go to the level that we saw, but there's a lot of like, I can imagine some like jeans that have embroidered stuff on the butts, shirts that are short enough to show a back tattoo, 
fake tan, tight pink shirt, dancing around. You know what? Before this album, I would be like, I could never see that happening. But I feel like, yeah, in a couple of these, it could happen. I also feel like you might see a couple people like getting like a, a couple quick tears. Oh, tears? Tears. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But there was just something about this song that I, I feel like I could just like very easily imagine half of my graduating high school class mm-hmm. like doing little sexy dances to it. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, ah. And then I had another question. Okay. Is this what corn would sound like if Jonathan Davis's dad was just kind of mean? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man! Like he was just a a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, like he was just like he wouldn't let me do stuff that I wanted to do, and I missed out on some really fun things that my friends still talk about. <laughs> well, that that certainly would change, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, that song would be. I wanted to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and he just would just be like, you'd just be like doing like heavy breathing, pouting for twelve minutes as mm-hmm. opposed to sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Possibly. I mean, we'd have to, you know, Head and Monkey would still probably have heavier riffs. That's true. Yeah. Oh, if I could go back in time and change one thing just to see the outcome, <laughs> that would be it. <laughs> Sorry, everybody else. <laughs> I just have to know. Oh, man. Mm. Um, I wrote in my notes, I didn't think this song was very new metal. This song, this song felt very alt rock to me. Yeah. Um, and also, it gave me Chevelle vibes, but way better and faster. But that, because that's Chevelle's problem. Chevelle's always just like, you know, half speed. Speed it up. What's your problem? What's your problem? Yeah. I love the, mm-hmm. I love that build up, the two minute build up, the, uh, the yelling, it's my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could eat that up. But uh, the rest of it, eh, it's all right. It's all right. All right. Well, up next, we've got a song called Sometimes, spelled S U M T I M E S. There it is. You got taproot. What is happening? Wait for the chorus. Okay. Cut everything else and just keep that part. Right? All I want, here's every time the guitar went like atonal out of tune, I was like, more of this. And I've never said that before. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, whole album should be out of tune. Um, Jenny, what'd you think of Sometimes? This song did the thing that happens to me so often, right? Make fun of something. And then someone's like, well, did you know that person actually saved like the lives of 17 dying children? Mm hmm. So yeah, think about that before you make fun of him. And I'm like, fuck. You know, uh, I'm an asshole. His dad lost his arms last night, so asking how many push-ups he did was a <laughs> real dick move. Yes, that basically just like insert that into like every maybe like every three or four weeks, something like that happens. So the song's all about how he feels bad about himself. 
And he's just like, yeah, what I excel in best is being self-deprecating. And he had this lyric, and if it wasn't me, I'd still just laugh at me. And then I wrote, sorry, <laughs> after. <laughs> I felt My so bad. Because, like, I wasn't really paying attention to, like, a lot. I was just like, yeah, yeah whatever. Like, being kind of, um, you know thoughtless maybe not like my finest like I wasn't really sitting down with Taproot being like okay let me open myself to you and meet you where you are but then I heard this and he's just like I hate myself but sometimes I'm beautiful and I was like oh <laughs> fuck I'm sorry I hope you never listen to this or meet me not that you care but oh, oh. Yeah, this song fake ends at 220 and then starts up again yeah that was a strange decision um, but I wrote my notes chug baby where does it chug? It chugs up top, and it chugs in the chorus. Well, it chugs wow. up top, but that's, that's the, the taproot tease. Listen, I just anytime a chug happens, I have to acknowledge it. That's true. <laughs> All that's right. true. You're like, somewhere there's a chug. There's yes. a chug happening, yes. Everyone stop moving. There's a chug. Yes. Lauren um, is the captain of the chug awareness team. <laughs> that's right. Clever girl. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, I like you know when he screams beautiful, so it sounds ugly. It's a nice touch. Oh, see I what they see. Did oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. You're sneaky. Mm -hmm. And then uh, he's... Ah, uh, I just kicked my water bottle okay. over. <laughs> Everybody, it's okay. All right, uh, we're and, fine. And he uh, also, he screams fuck before a killer breakdown, which is a very new metal move. So, I mean... Overall, I was on board for this song. Menas? Um, it's okay. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, I'm just bagging on this band. Yeah, that's a good feeling. You have been. <laughs> <laughs> Go with that. <laughs> Go with Speak your truth. Yeah, um, yeah man. I, this is going to now just turn into it's just not for me. And if you like this, you, I get it. But it is—it's just not for me. I like when they're harder. I like when their their the riffs are crunchier. But I think that comes kind of back to what you're saying, where it's like I don't want self-awareness in my new metal. Um, and it, and they're like, no, we're we're stretching ourselves as people, and we're still making the music that we want to make, which is awesome. Like, as an artist, I think every artist should have the ability to do that. And at the same time, we all know that when you take risks and you do things like that, you do risk losing the fans that you might have had or not welcoming new fans because you're not only are you not doing what you used to do, you're trying to do something different as well. So it just it, it's a I tip my hat at Taproot for trying and going for something like this, but there's no way that this was ever meant for me. There you have it. Wow. Yeah. And we're not at the end of it, so <laughs> now I'm just going to be like, you heard it. <laughs> not for me. Next song. Uh, yeah, I think this album is really well produced. Uh, I, it's put together in a way that makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. So far, I'm not getting like, I don't feel like time is being wasted or there are tracks that don't belong on this. Mm -hmm. But I agree with Matt. Like, it's just not, it's just not for me. Which mm -hmm. is a boring take. It's just not for me. And mm -hmm. that's, Fine. Yeah. Everybody's fine. Everybody's we're fine. We're all fine. <laughs> Sunday afternoon, we're fine. All right. I was going to say something nice, but then I looked at my notes for this next song. <laughs> so let's listen to it. Uh, it's called Breathe. Jealousy is raining down on me right now. There's the fear of losing you sending. I'll continue to do my best Although it's scary 
that that seemed weird was it came out of nowhere like apropos of nothing mm-hmm. they're just like bam, 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 and then it just goes away <laughs> as quick as it came nope it's just like here's 20 seconds of this dare i say art art yeah yeah <laughs> maybe that was it maybe that's why i was confused by it i have said the words out loud i think i hate art <laughs> so <laughs> maybe that's it i might be i might be too lowbrow what's going on here <laughs> so I, I accept that fu- fully it's fine i was reading the words um to the chorus along because jenny had them up and it makes so much more sense the the bands the band makes so much more sense to me now mm-hmm. after re- reading the choruses to this song because i think if i was this 2002 so i would have been a 20 something but put me at like 16, 17, 18, and I hear this, and I hear lyrics like, I try to scream, but I can't breathe. Can anybody hear me? I try to dream, but I can't sleep. Can anyone shield me? I shut my eyes and hold my cries to myself, my priorities in the shitter, All right, uh, but I never quit. That is something I could have latched on to emotionally. Mm-hmm. Like, I could have been like, yes, fucking yes. I don't know what's going on. I have all these feelings that I don't know anything about. I can't explain them. Nobody's listening to me. I can't get out of this house. This is just where I am right now, but I'm not going to quit, and they're not going to fucking get me, bro. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're ungrounded, Matt. (laughs) You're ungrounded. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, Yeah, we say, like, if there's music that you have that's for when you're grounded, this is the music for when you get out of the house Get in that Saturn and go. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the <laughs> instead of Elliot Smith, they're gonna put this song at the end of Goodwill Hunting. That's right. Change that movie up for the better. Why not? <laughs> um, that would have been a radical <laughs> shift. It would have been. Um, songmeanings.com has a comment from commenter uh, uh, Oki Sip. I don't know. Uh, they said. This song represents the full spectrum of a relationship. Uh, So everybody who's been in or is in a relationship, keep in mind. 
At first, he is scared that he will not be able to be with them. Mm. That's the first step. You're scared. You're scared to be with them. Next, he has her in his life and is scared that they are going to go to the next level. Example, marriage. Okay. okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> Thank yes. you for the example. I'm nice. with you, Oki Sip, or whatever your name is. Finally, either one or one of two things happen. One, they bred up and the relationship ends. They bred up? Break, I'm sure. Oh, they, oh I'm sorry. They break up. Oh. Uh, he, he, mm. he wrote it wrong. Um, th- <laughs> this, and then he put in parentheses, this leaves a little room for error. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Are you breading up with me? She's like, I don't know. What that uh, means? Are you whole wheat loafing me? <laughs> All right, keep okay, This is there's two options here. Okay. Either you break up or you, bread up. You bread up or. Or two, his beloved dies and leaves him alone. Although he would ah. never be without her. <laughs> He probably was influenced by the previous commenter. It was just like I had to leave him or he was going to die. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody saw that coming. (laughs) No one did. Not me when I was looking for comments to talk about on the show. And that's the fault in our stars. Right? Oh, man. You bred up or your beloved dies. (laughs) Make the choice. (laughs) Who is this? The choice is yours. (laughs) Matronly old crone, what are you doing here? I'm just here to let you know you either bred up with your beloved, or your beloved will die. <laughs> so wait, do you have to bread your beloved? Like, you have to bread up. They'll turn into ciabatta bread. Or they'll die. Well, it seems... Sorry. Would you rather be dead or bread? <laughs> wow. Um, I think I'd rather be bread, because I love carbs. <laughs> <laughs> but death seems You're less bad. fattening. You're I know. Bad. And I don't want to die. Uh, uh, that's what breathes about. <laughs> Breading up. What if? What if you turned into bread? Well, all right. <laughs> the world they never know. What if I just turned into a loaf of bread right now? Oh, what it. would you do? do what would crazy. you do? You're would you crazy. butter me? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next song. I'm going off the rails. It's called Like. I'm sorry for you. Fucking eye roll. Soft boy, um, very stained, incredibly stained. This is the softest boy of all. This is a truly. This boy this has no structural integrity whatsoever. <laughs> He's just a blob. This is a blob. Um, I just wrote the line that made me laugh was, you know, you think like me, you're so fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. You you're think like me, you're, you're fucking, fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy. crazy. Okay. I'm a psycho. <laughs> You're a psycho, Melinda. Matt, will you start the song over and I'm going to read what I wrote over it? (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Thanks. Driving around on a dirt road in a small town after you found out your girl's choosing a city boy over you, 
and he had a rough high school football game. I'm sorry for you. This, that's it. This is a couple song. This is a some couple song. Also, uh, I was listening to this earlier today with my headphones in, and I was like, oh boy. And then it just went away. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And then Sweet Mitchell walked into the room and went, apparently, I had accidentally <laughs> connected to a Bluetooth speaker and tap rooted him <laughs> unexpectedly. <laughs> He was not happy. So nobody <laughs> wants this. Yeah, he was Jenny, not. what are you doing to me? I'm a, I'm about to bread up. He was, I know, he almost breaded up with me. He was getting in the shower. It was a very vulnerable time, and <laughs> he just got tapped. You know what? I can't think of. Could you imagine that nude, and all of a sudden you get tapped? I didn't say he was nude. That's only where <laughs> I went with that. Fully oh, okay, sorry. He's got a wetsuit. Okay. It's great. <laughs> That's how I shower is in a wetsuit. Wet yeah, he's got a wetsuit. Hey, uh, Jenny, how respectful of our time is this record? Oh, Matt, this album comes in at a sweet 46 minutes and 44 seconds. 46, 44? Yes. That pretty, seems pretty respectful. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. It's um, uh, I did a Christ Go Challenge on this. So, okay. uh, Ooh, what uh, is that? Christ Go Challenge, for those who don't know, is uh, you listen to it three times, once over headphones, once over speakers, and then once while doing a physical activity, be it working out or housework, <laughs> I shoveled my driveway, and it took exactly, what was that, how long is the album? 46 minutes and 44 seconds. That's how long it took me to shovel my driveway. Wow, you must have a very long driveway. A Are you rich? Long, no, my <laughs> wife is. <laughs> it's okay. Um, uh, no, I'm not rich. Uh, no, it's just this incredibly long driveway. And um, yeah, uh, yeah, so it was uh, perfect for shoveling snow. Uh, yeah, that's all I have to add about that. All right, <laughs> you cool are, for shoveling snow. You are right, though, that this song is a, is a makeout song in a ABC Family TV show. Yeah, I've never seen Friday Night Lights, but I bet this would fit. Yeah, this would fit Friday Night Lights. Anybody who's seen Friday Night Lights. Yeah, Dawson's Creek. Let me know. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Dawson and Joey. You could, I could see. You know, I could see somebody climbing in a window, not allowed to this song. Yeah, just. Mm-hmm. Anyone climbing into yeah, any climbing window. in a window. A yeah. sentimental burglar. Yeah. Someone who got locked out of their house. <laughs> a sentimental burglar. A sentimental yeah. burglar. They're going back to the scene of the crime where they stole like something really great. Someone is washing windows on a tall building, but the people in the office haven't been made aware, so they swing in the window accidentally. Mm-hmm. This song is playing. That's right. Mm-hmm. Here we go. <laughs> He's just like. Oh, yeah, the end of Die Hard? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 this song. <laughs> Hans, boy, so Hans Gruber is falling in. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yippee ki mother, father. Yes, exactly. There you go. Uh, true story. For a long time, my dad used to joke, look ma no, uh, look ma no Hans. So I thought that was a line in the movie. But it's not. It's just a thing my dad used to say when Hans Gruber was full of not going to be possible. Wow. Uh, yeah. Um, Look, Mom, no Hans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. What do we got? We got, we got, how many? We got two left. All two right. Left. Two left. Uh, up next, we've got Dreams. Not a Cranberries cover. No? No. But very Cantrell. Losing reality. <laughs> I see myself, but it's not really me. 
It's very Chino. Very Chino. Who wants a praise and worship song? Oh. Matt, you are feeling this. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's what I needed. Yeah, need that drop. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to get that. Good, good job meeting your own needs there, man. Yeah. I think that's a lesson Taproot would If Taproot taught me anything is that I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because self-awareness is key yep. in your life. And self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Jenny, uh, what'd you write about with uh, dreams? Uh, here are my great notes. <laughs> so everybody get ready to learn. Kind of cool intro until vocals start, <laughs> question mark. Is this a sensual Chino whisper? Sleep to dream just makes me want to listen to Fiona Apple. He says sleep to dream. Uh, I like the chorus, question mark. This is almost a cool song. So those are my great notes. Yeah, um, I wrote that it was very Cantrell. Uh, the whisper vocal is very Chino, so I 100% agree with you on that. Feels pretty new metal. Just pretty much liked it, and then I went to songmeanings.com just to see if anybody had weighed in on meanings. And, <laughs> yes, uh, they, I like this song. And uh, yes, we yeah. had the, that was the best comment. It's from uh, yeah. The comment was yes, I like this song, and I said who give us who gave us this, yeah. and it was commenter Punani. So yes. uh, <laughs> thank great. you, Punani. Thank you, Punani. Oh, Punani. Um, yeah. So you've done good work. I think we're on the last song. We are, and it's called time. <laughs> Take me to 150. Sure. 150. Thanks. Crunchy. Why isn't he doing the screen vocal here? He's busy. He's crunching. Yeah. Alright, now can you take me to the last 15 seconds of this song? Sure. I like that's okay. That's it. What? <laughs> what? At the very end, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, silly. <laughs> yeah. This has been all fun. Bye -bye. The last 15 seconds of this album are the best part. <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, well, I listened to this song again more times <laughs> than I had to because I was like, hold on a minute. Like, was that real? Yeah. And it was. Yeah. Where was that? Bananas. Uh, I wrote in my notes, what a chorus, but listening to it now, I don't know why I wrote what a chorus. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I wrote that this song seems to be about whether or not we'll give each other the time we need to heal. Once again, fitting mm. with the theme of this album. Um, Jenny, any other thoughts on time? Um, I think that at about 150, that was like about the most new metal this album got. I agree. For me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I, I felt like this one was kind of buried. I like this more than a lot of the album, but I don't know. I thought this song was fine. Yeah, I was all right. I went to songmeanies.com just to see if anybody had anything to say. Commenter Thunderbolt really laid it all out. They said, I love the guitars and all, but Taproot's lyrics aren't subtle enough for me, if that makes sense. Mm. Subtle enough? They're not subtle enough. Subtlety, boys. Why are you so thirsty for giving me the lyrics directly? <laughs> Get a little subtle. Get a little subtle. Thunderbolt's got one note. Subtle. Yeah. Thunderbolt. Subtle name. <laughs> yeah, right? Very subtle name. So. Um, I guess uh, it's now the, that's the, that's the album. That's welcome. And now it's time for... Canon Talk. He's talking about the canon. That's right, where we talk about whether or not this album should be inducted into the new metal canon. Such albums currently in the new metal canon, Limp Bizkit's Significant Other, Drowning Pool, Sinner, mm-hmm. um, other albums, Static Acts, Wisconsin Death Trip, Yeah. the first Disturbed album. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, just for context. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. Uh, I think that this album, first of all, this album sold like 450,000 copies, so, mm-hmm. They you know. did better than anything we've ever done. Oh, yeah. That, they're way more successful than I probably will ever be mm-hmm. in my entire life, but that's okay. Uh, I, I don't think this is a new metal album, and I don't think that anybody should, like, have to listen to it. I wouldn't be like, you must hear this album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's competent. It's put together well. If you're into Alice in Chains and you're a teenager in 2002, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. <laughs> Uh, but I, it wasn't for me. There wasn't anything on here that I thought was really super standout. Mm-hmm. I can totally see why people liked it. I feel like it's very like digestible. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I would say no. There wasn't anything in here that I, I felt needed to go in the canon. Lauren, what do you think? Yeah, I wrote, I mean, it turned out way more Alice in Chains than I thought. Mm-hmm. So I apologize to you both for I Alice feel, in Chains yeah, and you. I feel attacked, public. but that's And uh, I felt it was a decently new metal at times. Uh, so no surprise. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, but I don't see how it gets in the canon, as I don't think it's essential, but it's not bad. Matt Nas? I think I said what I needed to say earlier. Mm-hmm. I just came to my emotions Sure. at that point on the album. Yeah. It's so difficult to do what these guys have done, even to sell 400,000 units. Right. Is Especially, I mean, creating art. Creating art. Right? That's true. I forgot you know, about the art. That's the art. So uh, uh, yeah. I think I'm okay with the no. Okay, so not in the canon, but thank you so much, Taproot. But guess what? Oh, what? what? We have a bonus canon question. Oh, whoa. Uh, our good friend Kelly K. Fresh Frazier yes. reached out to us and wanted to know if the Taproot Fred Durst message uh, That's was right. canon worthy. Uh, or, or worthy for the new metal junk drawer. Oh, that's right. Um, and so basically, for those who don't know, Taproot was supposed to sign to Fred Durst's label. They Flip Interscope. Flip Interscope. They decided to go with a different label, Atlantic. Fred Durst was pissed about it. 
and left a now legendary voicemail for them that Matt Nas has right now. Steve, Fred Durst. Hey, man, you fucked up. You don't ever bite the hand that feeds in this business, bro. And your fucking manager sucker so bad, the fucking idiot, loser motherfucker going nowhere. You have just chosen that path. Took you under my wing, brought you to my house. Fucking talk about your ass on radio on press. And you embarrassed like me and Interscope family. Your association with no biscuit doesn't exist. Your manager slings that name around, he's gonna be blackballed and probably be erased. And you will too. He's a fucking idiot. You're gonna fucking learn from this time right here. I hope you let your band know that you just fucked yourself. You need to be associated with somebody in this business. You need something to get you out there and put you out there. He's got him up now you got enemies. And you're fucking yourself already. Tell your friend that. Don't fucking show up at my shows, because if you do, you're gonna get fucked. Mm. Right? You and your fucking punk ass, man. You call your fucking manager, David Menavistes, whatever. Ask him what he's done and doing. You're, you're a fucking dumb motherfucker. You're learning right now exactly how to ruin your career before it gets started. All the luck, brother. Fuck you. <laughs> All the luck, brother. All the luck, brother. Fuck you. Okay. Um, I think, yes, that absolutely goes in the new metal junk drawer. Um, if Fred Durst left me a voicemail of any kind, it, it would go in the new metal junk drawer. <laughs> so yeah. um, one where, you know, he threatens your career and livelihood. Yeah, absolutely. That's like, reads like a rough draft of my vows. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> 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 Everyone will be confused. I'm going to dress like Fred Durst, too. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, I know. The, the, the thing you want to hear during vows is, you fucked up. You fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Your association with Limp Biscuit doesn't exist. <laughs> That's the headline. <laughs> like, what? Also, I love oh. you to depths I didn't know were imaginable, <laughs> but your association with Limp Bizkit. No and if I hear it. you mentioning us around town, it's over for you. Don't show up to my show or you will get fucked. <laughs> um, yes, of course it goes in the new metal junk drawer. That's a, it's go. a real gem. There's yes. the aggression I needed. There's what you needed. There's the we immaturity I was looking for. <laughs> All right. Well, that does bring us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for coming out, everybody. Yeah. Thank you. How are we going to give away this album this flat? This album flat, Matt, is signed right. by Taproot Album Flat. All right. Here's what we're going to do. If you literally do want the Taproot <laughs> <laughs> if you want this, <laughs> if you want this, I've, uh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna form people over here. We'll do it off mic, and uh, we're gonna do the old Rochambeau. We're gonna rock paper scissors it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't have any I other love way to, it. Do, to do it. And uh, whoever wins, uh, we'll do it tournament style. Oh my so god! If there's oh. more, if, the, if there's more than two, we'll do it tournament <laughs> style. <laughs> if it's uh, if it's only three people, it'll be double elimination. And wow. if there's only one person, then you they still they have to throw something. Flat. Yeah. <laughs> then they get that album flat. All right. There you have it. We're going to do that giveaway. So thank you so much, everybody, for coming out. Thank you for su supporting Snow Day. It's going great. It's going to continue going on after we're done. More improv for the next, what, eight hours? A long time. Long time. The next long time. The next long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, um, until next time, you know, please do check us out online on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Uh, go to roachcoach.com to hear all of our episodes. Of course, you can also find us on Apple Music and Spotify and Google Play and Stitcher. Yep. Jenny, thank you. 
Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.